Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the air one until four every day. And then after four o'clock, ah, you're too late. <laughs> well, not anymore. You can pick up uh, on the iHeartRadio app the John and Ken podcast. It's the same show. John and Ken on demand, it's called, and uh, listen to it. Yeah, that's right. And also coming up in 15 minutes or thereabouts, you'll get another keyword. And you can turn that keyword into money. You follow the instructions, and you could be the winner. The KFI Inflation Compensation Contest is coming your way with that keyword at around 320. Well, from time to time, we see these stories about business owners that are just... We did one a couple of weeks ago on a restaurant in West Hollywood where the uh, business owner there was just fed up with the crime and homelessness that was affecting his business and neighboring businesses. He's the one that's shutting down the business uh, every city council meeting to go in there and complain. Now we're going to talk to a business owner up in the San Fernando Valley in Granada Hills who's had a store for about uh, 15 years. And uh, he's talking about how, and, and this is the way the world works now. There are two worlds. There's enforcement against what we call the regular people. And then there's nothing done often with uh, homeless and homeless encampments. And he has fed up with all of the sign enforcement people code enforcement agents coming to his business as much as four times in a month for signs right this guy signs there's a guy defecating you know on the sidewalk but this, this guy has an improper sign or so they claim four uh, times in one month they came yeah how bad how bad can the sign be well we're gonna we're gonna talk to him now his uh name is arik air am i pronouncing that right yeah well, Rick, uh, welcome to the Johnny Ken Show. Um, there's a quote in one of the news stories. You say, no matter what I do, it's always illegal. 
What is it that you're doing that's always illegal? The signs, really? Oh, oh okay, yes. Uh, the sign over there, uh, if it's touching a little bit of the curb, is illegal. So you will say, okay, so they, you guys know about the four times that they came in one month. But this is going on for years and years, and they keep complaining about different uh, different objects. So it was starting, you know, like with other uh, American flags that was outside, and they were giving tickets for that, and it was $461. And I have, I have videos of those inspectors whenever they come, and the inspector that actually arrived and give the first ticket, like uh, this was a while back, they start a couple of years back for the, the American flag. He claimed that it's not American flag, that this is a banner, they consider them to be flat banners, and this is like marking where businesses are saying, no, it's an American flag. Can, then, I, can I ask you, the, you know, the, the sign on the curb, what, what, what kind of sign is it? Is it one of those fold-out signs? Okay, so it's an A-frame. So it's an A-frame that's standing on our property. So, you know, they have the building, and then you have the awning, like the ceiling of the building, and it's right underneath the ceiling of the building, and it's like, it, you know, the, the wind will move it. It's a wood A-frame. It's like a two feet by four feet. And, you know, it's enough that someone go and give it a small kick. It will move a little bit, and it's not a big deal. So it's, the sidewalk over there is like 16 foot wide. You can drive literally two cars over there and still have people walking there, and it's not a problem. So this guy came one time and said, oh, someone was reporting it. I say, okay, but you see that there's no violation, but then you're still here. He told me, yeah, but you can just move it a little bit in, like one or two inches. I said, why? He said, yeah, because it's touching city property. I said, okay, everybody around here, all the homeless people took entire curbs over here. Yeah. They have entire encampments <laughs> right. over there. Like, they have, they're living there. They're they, they doing their needs on the sidewalk. Yeah. They're cooking crystal mats over there. And you care about the <laughs> one inch that I'm touching a, a, a property of the city. <laughs> then I saw that I got rid of the guy. And then a week after, he came back again. And he is from code enforcement, uh, investigation code enforcement for the city of L.A. Uh, his name is Lazaro, Pablo Lazaro. And then he came back again. And then he told me, oh, yeah, um, can you move your, your sign another inch? I need to take a picture. And I said, you know what? At this point, I'm taking the video for my surveillance and, and, and put it on YouTube. I put it on my YouTube. It's Regit 505. And I, I send it to the mayor's office and I send it to John Lee's office. And when I talk to John Lee's office and tell them, look, I'm not breaking any laws. I'm not doing anything. I just, my, my sign is on the floor where I'm conducting a business where nobody else wants to do any business and everybody shut down and walked away. And I'm still trying, you know, like we borrow so much money during the pandemic that we're still paying huge loans when the city shut us down. And now we have to pay this money back, but the city has a problem that we advertise for this business that initially first produce money for them because every dollar that we make, they make money from it, okay? They're making their taxes from it. The state of California won their tax every four months. It used to be every year, then every six months, now every four months they want to get their taxes. Wow. But they don't, at the same time that they want the money, they don't want you to advertise your business you're, the way you should, and we're going to a point that like an A-frame is a problem. My your your councilman, John Lee, uh, have you been able to talk to him? Because clearly the city is abusing yeah. you and, and carrying yeah. on about nonsense, and there's there's all kinds of disgusting things that going on not only in your, your neighborhood but everywhere. 
Did have you talked with him? Yes. Yeah, so I actually called three times and I talked to uh, one of the assistants. Her name is her name is Katie, and I sent her the video and I told her, okay, look, this guy came twice, and then I called again. I said came four times, and then I called again and I told, her, look, he came again, and then he did one one very ridiculous thing. You guys are gonna love that. It is the fifth time, but the fifth time he did not actually bother coming in. He called me and asked me if I can take a picture to prove where my sign is at. And I told him, I'm not going to do that. If you want to come, you can come and check it yourself. I'm not going to send you guys pictures so you can market that you, you come and, and inspect another business. And, I, again, it's a double standard. Like The homeless yeah. people took over Los Angeles. They don't give anything to society. My business, it's called Motor Styles. We are a hobby shop for kids to be able to get in with the parents and get a toy, uh, airplane, car, whatever they want, build it together and do something with the family together. This is what I contribute to the system. And at the same time, you have a homeless guy took over the sidewalk because he had a problem with drugs that obviously nobody wants to address. Uh, he don't want to go to work. He don't want to do anything. Anything that he just live there and the city is okay with it. This is is a completely double standard. So they don't pay anything in Texas. They don't contribute to society at all, but they have more rights than I do. So, you know, with the years, we evolve our business change from one thing to another. I used to be an airbrush company, and then all the rules in L.A. and all the regulation make it that you cannot do this anymore. You cannot do any custom work. So, you know, all the major custom companies that you used to watch on the TV – Everybody ran away from here, and, and even the big one, the West Coast Custom and all those other companies, everybody was there to shut down or close because the city would not give any permit or keep sending people to give you tickets. It's going that far that, you know, we sell also motorcycle accessories. So there is those five-gallon jug, and someone came and say, oh, we are from the EPA. You're not allowed to sell those containers. And I say, why not? They have on them the, the U.S. approved, and they have on them the green seal and everything you need. to say, oh, yeah, you cannot advertise it in a fuel jug. I say, I did not advertise it as a fuel jug, but you guys still come in here. It's an, say, wait a minute. It's oh, an empty five-gallon container. Yes, it's like a plastic container that you can put whatever you want inside, okay? Most people, <laughs> they buy those. They, they, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hazmat material. It's on it. The OSHA sign and everything for hazmat material. So hazmat material can be acetone, it can be like oil, and it can be also gasoline. So they decided that because it has the very lead uh, cup on the top, this considered to be like polluting. Each time you open it to fill it up, the vapor is going to kill everybody when it's open. <laughs> and the guy came, and I saw that I got rid of them. So so they came and tried to give me tickets, and I outsmarted them and told them, yeah, it's an empty container. There is the label, leave me alone. Then they called me again a couple of weeks later, and the guy was trying to, to uh, be smart and say, oh, I'm calling about those containers that you have. I wanted to know if, uh, if I purchase one, if I can put fuel in it. I told him, I cannot recommend to you what to, to put in it, but next time you call from the EPA, you should hide your telephone number because your telephone number say EPA on it. And I Googled right away the telephone number, and it was amazing because the telephone number that he called from, going right away to a website that showing the same telephone number with his picture and his credential at the EPA. Then I this is the what EPA, the EPA is investigating, whether you're selling five-gallon uh -huh. empty containers. 
Yes. And then when I called his bosses, his bosses, like she said, oh, yeah, you know, like uh, they came and then I saw that like we could shut, close this case down. I say, what case? I have like two of those containers at the shop for people that want to get go off-road. They can put water, they can put whatever inside. I don't tell them what to put. I'm not responsible what they're doing with a plastic container. But again, uh, I'm getting disturbed in my daily business on stuff like that when homeless people go and pour, you know, their RV, older, older uh, sewer yeah. going directly to yeah. the floor. That's and this is okay, the pollution. And then now... Our, our ocean getting polluted because everything they're pouring into the wash and it's going to the ocean right and everything is contaminated. But this is completely okay because they are homeless. So we need yeah, to protect them. And uh, and I tell you one more well, thing. Yeah. So I know we're talking about the homeless. They got well, right now, what was it, like $1.8 billion for, for homeless, mm-hmm. uh, fighting the homeless or whatever Karen Bev got. If you split the money, for the amount of homeless people that like by their uh, survey, it's showing about 46,000 people and you divide this like $1.8 billion, it's about $35,000 per person per year. <laughs> you want to tell me for that amount of money, they could not put those people in a nice house with a running sewer and clean them up and, and put them like to do like something better with society to go to work. Cause they don't want, they don't want to help the homeless. That they're all, no, all, no. all the all the employees of these homeless agencies are making really good salaries. It's to help themselves, to give themselves yeah, salaries. It's always, it's always the nonprofit that's telling you that uh, they they will take care of the problem, but at the same time, nobody has investigated them because they busy investigated my business. Yeah. All right. I we, no, we understand. Eric, we got to go. Yeah, we really appreciated talking okay. to you. Though. Quite a story. Thank you very much for coming on. Hey, anytime. Bye-bye. All right, that's Arik Ayer. He owns a business in Granada Hills called Moto Styles, and city code enforcement's been after him over signage and, what, barrels and things like em- that. And em- empty plastic containers. Uh, of course, nothing's being done about the homeless encampments every- littered everywhere around. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, we now know... Why you saw Mayor Bassetti on TV an hour ago. Yes. Why? She has signed an updated declaration of the state of emergency on homelessness. Updated it. She's proudly holding the document. What is the update? She's going to expedite the red tape. So she's got a, had a live televised announcement that they're cutting red tape. We are an emergency every single night, she said. People are dying on our streets every night. Now, what did we just find out last week that they've spent $40 million and so far about 7% of the people have ended up in permanent housing? There's something. No, like it was that, like 77 know. people, I think. Well, 7%. That might be the same estimate, no? Because uh, haven't they said they've taken in thousands of people? Yeah, but but they, they, none of their numbers add up because they've taken in people, but we have more people who are living on the streets. So that has to be reconciled. See, they come out and they make these announcements. And then, you know, a few weeks later, they have another announcement, but nothing adds up. The pieces don't fit. There's, there's 10% more people by their counting mm. than there was a year ago. Well, how can that be if you keep claiming you're putting people away? 
and, and Garcetti claimed this all the time, too. It's not just Bassetti here. They're constantly claiming that they're putting people away. Well, then why don't the, why doesn't the number go down? I just I think they're lying constantly. I don't think their only answer is the problem grows. What is the motivation for all these agencies to succeed at what they do? Because if uh, they succeed, they put them themselves out of a job. Right? If homelessness was gone. Are oh, you talking about the nonprofits and the the nonprofits? Yeah, right. Then let's start with the nonprofits and let's start with the the uh, government agencies and all those bureaucrats. What is the incentive to put yourself out of existence? When has that ever happened? I I, don't, I honestly don't think any of them care about cleaning up the homelessness. I don't think one of them does. Uh, sh- I me- think if you're the mayor, you have to care because the, the, the people don't, the, the, the city's ugly. They're not going to vote for you. We had one for nine and a half years that didn't care. No, it's Any- the remarkable thing about the normalization of this problem. People now just accept it, and therefore you get you get excused for tolerating fact, it if you're, if you're the politicians in charge. Garcetti got reelected with 81% of the vote, and Bassetti beat Caruso by 10 points running as Garcetti. And yeah, so far, he, she, and he ran on the homeless platform. Yeah. And she, that was a she, big thing for him. Right. So so they do get rewarded. They do get votes um, because we're filled with stupid people in the city. I mean, I, there's no other explanation for it. I because I, I, uh, pe- people are voting on uh, on uh, your gender, you know what what sexual parts you're made of. They're voting on your skin color. They're voting I don't know I don't know what, but they're not voting because somebody is smart and competent and driven. I don't know how you get Karen Bass. I mean Karen Bass is this lifelong hack of a politician, and I what I couldn't believe is she never said anything definitive about what she's going to do. She hasn't really done anything but spent a lot of money. Everything's gotten worse, and then people act like she's a good mayor. Well, what are you talking about? This event today was just to announce again, and she already announced this a few weeks ago. They're going to cut red tape so they can build housing faster. Why didn't they do that in January? They can stop sending the sign enforcement people to that guy's poor store in Granada Hills and have them work on cutting red tape to build homes. The, the, I, I the declaration gives the mayor emergency powers. Why didn't you do that in January? And then, oh, listen to this. This is all gobbledygook gibberish. This is supposed to fool people. Fool all the schlubs at home who are watching TV while making dinner. Enhance collaboration with the city council on the following. Coordinating and issuing rules. Expediting contracting, ordering contracts, emergency service of city employees. What? Remember, she was. They were battling about the first hundred days of office. Well, it's been about a hundred and ninety days now. Yeah, she's six months in. Right, six months in, and and seven months. She took office in early in December. Yeah. So. uh, I, I I don't. This is just same stuff she's already announced. All right, we got uh, more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Are you considering running no, for president no, in 2024 or 2028? No, not even no, considering. No, not at all. This election is a choice about life and death. We didn't defeat Trumpism. This is the most consequential election. They choose that as they sell fear around crime. They sell calm around these perverse gun laws. What we've got right now is not working and it's about to break. Look at the sewage that is online that they amplify on these networks and in social media to dehumanize people. This whole damn border debate is made up. That's how extreme the Republican Party is in the United States of America. It's time to organize, guys. Bottom up, not just top down. Republicans have been organizing bottom up forever. Where the hell are we? As a party to capture the narrative. I honestly, if I were offering him political advice, I, I'd tell him to pack up and, and wait a few years. I never trust politicians, so I get why you keep asking. So when I see you in Iowa in 2023, I will uh, play this yeah. for you. New Governor. Hampshire, South Carolina. I'm in where? What else? And now, John and Ken present the Gavin Newsom is running for president desk. Uh, Gavin Newsom 
maybe sort of running for president. Well, may, maybe Gavin Newsom not running for president desk. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, well, Newsom, of course, has been appearing anywhere and everywhere he can. They apparently re-ran an interview he did in April with that Jen Psaki. She was uh, Biden's first spokeshole. It was rebroadcast Sunday night on MSNBC, a show called Inside with Jen Psaki. And the story that's come out is that his staff, and I guess maybe they added a couple of new pieces of audio, has been trying to get him to stop watching cable news, in particular Fox News. That's apparently all he does. <laughs> uh, remember they said that's what Trump did. He kind of sat in and watched Fox News and all the cable news channels and didn't read anything, didn't do anything else, but just sat there. Uh. To me, that's the sign of somebody who's really egotistical, like a narcissist. You just want to see what what's going on in my profession. What are they saying about me? What are they saying about other people like me? And, and how can I respond to that? Well, they run a lot of California stories on Fox, and none of them are flattering. And they're true. Yeah, that is true, especially San Francisco. They yeah. constantly bag on San Francisco with whatever latest news they can yeah, on that. Because they're trying to show the country that you don't want to become California. I right. think it's a good point. That's absolutely correct. You you do not want to become California or San Francisco. Now, does MSNBC run stories on Florida that are trashy to I, try to make people not want to be like Florida? No. Uh, that's, I, don't, I don't know. That seems to be the matchup. It's either Texas against California or Florida against California. What does America want to become? Well, those are the those are the governors with the highest profile, and these are the biggest states. These are the biggest states; they get the most attention. And uh, of course, Texas is a place a lot of people are moving to. They're, people are speaking. Doesn't matter how they vote; if they uh, uh, you know pull up their stakes and move, that's a big indication of their choice in life. No matter what they tell you in any kind of poll or any other piece of nonsense. Uh, in this clip, we're going to play. I guess he explains. Um, some of his obsession with uh, Fox News. Is there a messaging and language issue, or is it more you say the same thing to everybody and there's more people with you than you think? The one thing I heard from everybody, including the caucus today, is they're so upset about being on the defensive. Mm -hmm. They're so upset about the messaging on the other side, the anger industry, the entertainment wing, particularly of the Republican Party, the surround sound on Fox with these yeah, I don't even like saying his name, Tucker Carlson, mm -hmm. or that other, I don't even know, the guy from the, I mean, it's just like, they're all the same. And one American news, and Newsmax, and, and what they're doing to divide this country to, you know, where illusion rules, not facts. Do Gosh. you occasionally turn on Fox no. time and see what happens? No. Just to see? Not occasionally. Um, every night. Every night. And do you think Democrats should still be appearing on Fox, or should they not be appearing on uh, Fox? It contributes to the mental health crisis in the state, so on the basis of one's own personal <laughs> conditions, I would not recommend it. My staff is quite literally tried to have interventions with me about it. They say I'm too obsessed with it, but I need to understand it. You want to know what the other side thinks? I don't want to know what they think. I want to see the patterns and what you see are patterns that emerge. I, I, know, just, I don't understand any of that. The well, those the reason that those networks have garnered any kind of audience is because the mainstream MSNBC, CNN, and of course the network news 
is all biased in the other direction. He just doesn't, he just glosses over that. He <laughs> thinks that these channels are reporting fantasy and playing to the mob. Everybody's doing that now. All the media is doing that now. They've decided that whoever I've got reading or watching my channel, I have to just keep appealing to them with the type of programming and the stories that they want to hear. Everybody does that now, right? Don't you think so? Well, yeah, be, be, because it's it's in no way, the whole business model is in no way like it used to be. That, that entire business model of having a news organization that appeals to potentially anybody in America or everybody in America is, 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 is completely dead. Right. It, everything is a, a, a narrow sliver that you choose to super serve. You saturate them with programming that you think they want to hear period. And, and right, that, but that's how him, you make your money. Well, the I mean, networks I just mentioned, such as CNL, they're truth tellers. But everything that's on these other channels, these conservative channels, is just well, is, if, is, is, if, is made up. If you're not very bright, that's the way you would look at the world very simply. He's not a bright man. If he's getting all his information in life from cable news channels when he's the governor of California. I mean, we talk about San Francisco constantly, but seriously, why isn't he embarrassed to the point of, you know, sending in the National Guard into San Francisco? To clean that place up and put it back in order. Now it makes I, sense I, that he went on with Sean Hannity because it says in the story that he was joking with Jen Psaki. My staff was trying to get me uh, to stop my obsession with Fox News. So I guess he just sat there every night yeah, watching this. Like, I'm going to go on that show and yeah, take him on. And he came on with a bunch of prepared talking points and ignored a lot of the reality. The reality is California is absolutely a disaster and i guarantee you that most of the other 49 states if they understood what it's like to be in california and live under this rule would say no way i i well that's what i'm saying people I, are saying that by moving the state is losing people it's not losing a huge percentage of its population but what it's losing it just doesn't happen i people don't leave california or other states the way they have been the last several years i went to florida uh two weeks ago and upon my arrival, I saw that gas was three dollars and fourteen cents. Yeah. Three fourteen. I come back to Los Angeles; it's four ninety nine. Just that issue alone. That issue alone. Why should people here be paying a dollar eighty more than those in Florida? I, I don't care how much you might hate. Republican politics or DeSantis or Florida, whatever. You tell me why you're willingly paying a dollar eighty more a gallon, and you know you're getting nothing in return for that. I, I give you twenty of those issues, but really ask yourself why are you paying a dollar eighty more? If you fill up twenty gallons, that's forty, almost let's say thirty-five bucks every week times fifty weeks. What are you doing? All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're live 1 to 4 after 4 o'clock. Go to the app and get John and Ken On Demand, the podcast, because you might have missed a lot of stuff today. A lot of good so, stuff. So like you said, we're alive 1 to 4. Yeah. We, we are dead alive. the rest of the day. We're alive 1 to 4. I go in the box at 402. I tend to ignore these stories because they're just getting more and more absurd. But, you know, every now and then you just can't resist. The Centers for Disease Control, 
their official website, I'm sorry, Disease Control and Prevention, so with CDC and P, uh, they have advice now for trans and non-binary people who would like to figure out how to chest feed their infants. Oh. Oh. <laughs> chest uh, feed. I so hate that phrase. That phrase absolutely creeps me out. Chest feed? Chest feed, yeah. Uh, these are for biological men who are taking hormones to grow breasts or uh -huh. for people who have had their breasts removed in gender reassignment surgeries. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So what, what what comes out of those? I it's a good question. What are they feeding exactly? Uh there are some doctors who are not happy because uh they have failed to gauge the risk posed to children drinking milk produced by chemicals used in gender reassignment medical operations. So, oh, that's I guess there is a yeah, something that comes out but it may not be the drinking smartest. milk produced by chemicals. So, yeah. I I don't understand this. I don't know anything about this. So, when when you when you it says here some transgender parents who have had breast or top surgery may wish to breastfeed or chest feed. Uh, healthcare providers are working with these families should be familiar with medical, emotional, and social aspects. No, but what 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 is the milk? You may need help with maximizing milk production, supplementing with pasteurized donor human milk or formula. Oh, I but, but, but a male body, medication wait, to induce lactation or avoiding medications that wait, inhibit lactation. A male can't produce milk. So what is it that's coming out? Uh, it says here this may apply to biological men who can produce their own breast milk by taking hormone drugs. Oh, I guess you can if you take the drugs, which mimic changes that happen to a biological woman's body during the later stages of pregnancy. I guess you can. It creates it milk? It creates something, I guess, yeah, that... Uh, because the hormones is probably what, uh, yeah. Uh, that, uh, I can't accept that. The other term uh, that's making that's, the news comes from a charity. Well, it's a nonprofit with the same category. Uh, health professionals are telling people that uh, to avoid offending non-binary or trans men, we should rename the vagina the bonus hole. That's gross. That is really gross. That is gross. Some stuff women's is, groups are actually offended by this. This stuff is getting gross. It is. Did you see the Miss Universe? Oh, the Netherlands? Or? It was a guy who's become a, a woman. Yeah, I think that was Miss Netherlands, was it? Yeah, it was. It was. Right. Oh, he uh, won? Well, yeah. Yes, he won. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just imagine if that was sports. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's sorry. Gotten tough it's way got, to end it's the gotten, show. gotten too too absurd now. Now it's just getting ridiculous. Uh Conway. Hey now. Hey, by the way, the Duke of Sports, which is Eric, if he had a uh, he went uh, and had a sex change, it'd be the princess of sports. Um uh, no, the Duchess. Oh, the Duchess of Sports. Yes, yes the Duchess of Sports. Well, All that's right. Bellio. I can't take her, sh yeah. her shine. <laughs> um, by the way, happy birthday uh, to uh, Ken Champagne. How about that? You want, you want to sing to him? Mm. No. Not yet. Not okay. yet. All right. But I will. I'll call him later. I have a couple of shots. Uh, Steve Gregory's coming on with us. Why? <laughs> Doesn't have to be a reason. Okay, I'll tell you He's this. He's a great guest.
Sharon Bellio said, finally, he has something interesting to talk about. Wow. Oh, that's mean. How about that? That's, that's, um, but no, the uh, L.A. County, they put on that, that demo with the fire helicopters. You know, mm, that they yeah, do every I heard year. That in the news, right? Yeah, so Steve will come on and talk about that. And then right. we also have a, you know, we had three plane crashes, two out Riverside and one just this, uh, in the last couple hours or so in Long Beach. So these little planes, you know, they're always very, very safe and efficient, but something's going Depends on. on the pilot. Yeah, right. I don't know what's going on. One, one, one guy crashed. He, he just got his license uh, on the 19th. Oh, no. Is that yeah. right? Oh. And then he brought his th three kids on board the plane. Oh, and he saved his three kids. Yeah, you but. Know. I can't imagine learning to fly and taking all my kids on a plane three weeks later. Yeah, I, I, it, it, something tells me the the, uh, the the wife should have said no. You know, yeah, please don't do that. Yeah, I right. I, I, I can't imagine that uh, passing. Uh, right, like if you had a plane and you became a pilot and you took your three sons and Deborah didn't know about it, she'd kill you. Yeah, well, she'd be right. Yes, right, exactly. You don't trust anybody who's only had three weeks in the air. Right, exactly. That's, that is a very short period of time. I remember I got my license on October 16th when I turned 16, and I totaled my mom's car three days later. <laughs> no. Wiped out. Wiped out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Totaled it out. Conway. All right. Happy Ding birthday. Dong. Happy birthday, Ken. Uh, Come on, man. Croce has got the news. Let's go. Live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.